Sorry about the audio for this. It was a little wacky. We didn't set it up quite right. Something going a little wrong with the microphone. Hopefully it'll get better soon. So, yeah. Thanks for putting up with us. Also, spoilers for Spider-Man Far From Home and Avengers Endgame in this review. Welcome to Siblings Review, a Siblings and Fandoms production. I am Noah. This is Maddie. She's really tired, so we're going to try and keep this a little brief. But this is our review for Spider-Man Far From Home, which we saw yesterday, opening weekend. And... In a big seat. Yeah. There's a nice AMC by our house that has some really comfortable seats. So, just before we get into outright spoilers, just what do you think? Scale of 1 to 10. I'd say that it was, um, like an 8. Yeah. Because I was going to say, like, villain, 8 or 9. Well, um, actually a 9. Because okay. the villain was pretty good. Yes. At the beginning, it was sort of hard to believe that Nick Fury wouldn't figure this guy out. Yeah, just a little. But, um, but the hold, characters hold, 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 Spoilers from now on. Go. But the char- the characters were really, really, you know, yeah. they had good chemistry. That's funny mm-hmm. with Ned and Betty and everything. <laughs> yeah, all all the returning cast from the first Spider-Man, which is also extremely good, is very good. Yeah. Like, they all gel, they all fit right back into their characters. Yeah, Tom Holland. He's a great Spider-Man. He does a particularly good job of portraying, like... Okay, so big plot point for the movie is that Tony wanted... Yeah. Uh, spoilers for Avengers Endgame, too. Tony Stark is dead. He picked Peter as his successor. Peter is not ready for that. But he's the best person for it. Uh, I'm all. not... Uh, he is, because Cap is dead. Mm. Basically... They did imply he had died, um, which I'm not that sad about. <laughs> Sorry. Black Widow died. She mm-hmm. probably would have been the she most capable of leaders. I mean, Nick Fury. Never mind. Nick Fury's. I mean, Tony never really liked Fury, so. So did you catch what um what Edith stood for? So there are these glasses that Tony's that Tony gives Peter. And the AI in them is called Edith. Did you catch what that stood for? No. I saw it in the Washington Post review, which I read. It doesn't have any spoilers, really. So read that if you're considering whether or not to go see the movie. But uh, go see the movie. Also, if you haven't seen it yet, stop listening to this podcast and go see it. But um, what did it say? It stood for, even dead, I'm the hero. Yeah. How did he know he's gonna die? How did he write that note? How did he get all that stuff? Well, 
I think, he knew he was gonna die. I think in his will, I think he made either for Peter after he was dead. How? No, like, he made it to be given to Peter after he died. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So... But how did he know he was going to die before Peter was, like, 50? He didn't. I mean, he probably assumed, like, hey, I'm getting old to do this, so I'll probably have to retire or die soon. He knew that it was a dangerous job. Okay. So, yeah. That point. Yeah. And so, at any point after that, or preparation for the back in time, actually, he would set this up. Okay. Sure. That was only like one night, though. We don't know how long it was. Yeah. So, yeah, good movie. Um. Let's talk about Mysterio. Well, the villain well, named Mysterio, yeah. he was working for Tony Stark because um, he was the one, you know how, when, what movie was that? The one they flashed. With it was movie. Civil War. Yeah, but Tony had this... Um, Technology that would recreate scenes from yes. his mind or something. And Mysterio actually designed that. And he got bitter because he got like zero credit. And right, Tony because Tony is Tony. So he took a whole yeah. ton of workers it costs, that hated Tony Stark. Yeah. And they got this, like, thing. They got, they, like, formed a... A hologram. An illusion. No, that wasn't what I was gonna say. Oh, were you, I was gonna say... The, like, fake Mysterio personality? No, I was gonna say that they formed a group. Oh! Okay, you just looked like you were grasping for words. Okay, they formed a group. And then a day we're like, hey, we can, like, take over the world. We should take over the world. So then he got a whole ton of drones. Mm -hmm. And he made this, like, backstory. He's from another dimension of Earth. Yeah, it. Fire yeah. demon destroyed his planet, and, and now they're coming to this version of Earth, and he's here to save them. But it's all holograms. Basically, as Nick Fury says at one point, bull. Um. Yeah. So, what I appreciated that one of the people in the conspiracy group, I guess, in the group was a guy from Iron Man One who has not been seen in the MCU since, he is the scientist who is yelled at by Obadiah Stane, who couldn't reproduce the mini-Earth reactor that Tony Stark built in the cave with a box of scraps. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, because Tony's a genius. So... 
But anyway, so he did that. Yeah. <laughs> but so he made that and then he had like this heart to heart talk with Spider Man. Peter. Yeah. With Peter because was... um, he actually likes Peter because he's a kid. But then Pe- Peter finds out about the fact that it's all a hoax. Mm-hmm. And so the dude has to kill Peter with a whole ton of illusions. Peter doesn't actually die, though. Yeah, so. Yeah. It's interesting because, as much as. Like, Mysterio, at least in the first hour of the movie, so the first half of the movie, is kind of like a cross brother father figure to Peter, it's oh. still very much Tony's movie. Yeah. Well, because you have, like, yes, there's a big existential conflict of, existential is the wrong word, but there's the big overarching conflict of Mysterio trying to take over the world, but, like, that's driven by things Tony did. And then you have Peter's personal conflict, which is driven by decisions Tony made in the day leading up to his death, and things that Tony did in his will... And I did like Nick Fury's, like, I saw you at the funeral, but that wasn't really the right time to exchange numbers. Yeah. And, and, um, and then we found out that MJ had been watching Peter. Big surprise. Really? No, she's not obsessed, just very observant. Yeah, sure. But, um, she, like, did something. Oh, yeah, she found out that he was Spider-Man because it was super easy to find out because he's super horrible at hiding it. Yeah. Has anyone noticed this? She pointed out, like, no one really watches you or pays any attention to you. It's like, wow. Yeah, so... But then... Yeah, um, and... She was like, oh, I've only been watching you because I thought you were Spider-Man. She was very happy that she figured it out. Because he was only 67. Yeah. MJ is wonderful. Yeah, but then, um, she likes him. They had a whole romance. They like each other. Which is the most adorable thing. But then at the end... Hold on, we're skipping some. Yeah, so there's a big fight. Yeah, I just, I want to take a moment to talk about Nick Fury. No one died. No, uh, Mysterio died. Uh, the main villain died, so. Um, I, I want to talk about, um, Nick Fury and Maria Hill and those people. Oh, Nick Fury, he was a troll. I mean, scroll? a scroll. Yeah, so Nick Fury was a scroll, which is fine. He was, um. So was Maria Hill. Yes, and it was. was the big daddy. Um, the yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, but um, for most of the movie, basically, the scrolls are working with Nick Fury, who's been hanging out in space for presumably the past eight months. Didn't bother to go to Tony's funeral, No, he was a. Um. Yeah, he's. No, like, I I think he went to space after that. So, um, 
Yeah, it was... Yeah, that was interesting. He's played by Ben Mendelsohn, the main scroll from Captain Marvel. Yeah. And... Yeah, that was nice. It was nice. That was the after credit scene. So, I mean, cool. Nice nod. Yeah, but, um, but the before a, credit scene was um, on a big billboard. Well, he took MJ for a swing. He took MJ for a swing, which was fun, and she hated it. But then he was watching a billboard, and it said... Um, DailyBugle.com. Yeah, it said that, like, something or other. Someone posted this video. Presumably it was um, the guy from Iron Man 1 who did escape. Yeah. But he posted the video saying who Peter was. Who Peter was, and it was slightly doctored that Peter... It made it look like Peter had ordered kill strike on everyone. And killed Mysterio. And killed Mysterio, who so, people loved. Yeah. And the guy on the billboard was like, it's from this very sketchy news website. They were like, we're very reliable. It was pretty sketchy the whole afternoon. So, it seemed like a lot, but people I, believed it apparently. So I have a question. How much do you know about Spider-Man lore? Spider-Man lore. Spider-Man lore. Like, his whole, like, cast of supporting characters and everything. Beyond the movies. Like, do you know anything about the comics? No. no. Okay. So, a big part of Spider-Man in the comics is that he's a photographer. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Parker in the comics, even in, um, in those comics over there. The Washington Post comics. He's a photographer working for the Daily Bugle, which is in the comics a newspaper that's the executive editor or publisher or whatever his job is of the Daily Bugle is called J. Jonah Jameson. And if I can just show you a picture. Um this is J. Jonah Jameson in the uh, original Spider-Man film series. He does. He is laughing in that one. This is him in like a more normal position. Still looks weird. Yeah. Bad hair. But um, so yeah, that was him at the end. Um, yeah. Yeah. His name is John Jonah Jameson Jr. Which, uh, try saying that ten times fast. John Jonah Jameson Jr. John Jonah Jameson Jr. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that was a nice cameo. It leaves things in an interesting spot for Spider-Man. Yeah, obviously gonna make a third movie. Oh, yeah. They're gonna make a third movie. And they could have wrapped it up, but instead, nah. they decided to open it back up. Well, they sort of wrapped it up at the end of the movie, and then the scene was just like, no. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was you good. Know they're making live action movies. They are. You should kind of see them and give it a there might be a live action Mulan review at some point on this podcast feed. Yeah. Hmm.
You should start a podcast with one of your friends where you review movies I don't want to see. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. So, I don't know, you could use, like, all my tech. Put it on the podcast feed. Yeah, well, my friends don't see movies in the movie theater. It's pretty normal. Yeah, really would be. All my friends do. Yeah, okay. Anyway, um, more podcasts. So, yeah, good movie. Everything is good. Zendaya. Zendaya and Jacob Batlon and Tom Holland are all extremely good at portraying teenagers. Like, they perfectly capture the, like, awkwardness, and in all the, like, interviews Zendaya said of, like, when asked, like, how does your character change in this movie, she said you really see, like, the emotional wall come down. Which I think, I would agree with that. What's the emotional wall? Like, compare, like, the first movie, MJ, where, the first movie, Michelle, where she had, like, a few quippy lines... The, um, you guys are losers. Then why do you sit with us? Because I have no friends. Just, like, compare that. The, like, guarded, quippy. Or, um, or I don't really want to support anything that's been built by slaves. I'm sure it wasn't. Yeah, yeah so, sort of. The police officers, like, uh, mm. it was. Um, but no. Yeah, stuff like that is the response of a guarded person. Would you not agree? Yeah. It's how you deflect from people, like, actually talking about you. Yes? Sure. So, I think in this movie we definitely got to see more of, like, what she's really like, although there was still the, like... She was still very, like... One line, or not exactly a quip, but like, yeah, sort of a quip, sort of. So, yeah, the like, hey, man, he blipped, so he's actually sixteen, not twenty-one. For Flash, yeah, um, Flash was good. I, I mean. There wasn't really a bad performance in this movie. Like, Jake Gyllenhaal was perfectly believable right up until he smiled. What's Jake Gyllenhaal? He plays Mysterio. Yeah. Kobe Smulders and Sam Jackson are always wonderful when they show up. Although I do think you're getting to see a more, like, fun Nick Fury now that he has less responsibility. But up until Infinity War, he hadn't been in a movie since Age of Ultron. It had been a while. And now you see him re-entering the fold. Which, cool. Yeah. He doesn't have quite the same power that he used to have. But he's still there. He's still Nick Fury. And Jon Favreau is happy... That scene at the end, where Peter's like, towards the end, where Peter sits happy and and lay down, he's like, okay, we need to be honest about this. Are you two dating? And they both give, like, pretty much opposite answers, and as he's leaving, it's like, 
we're all interconnected. <laughs> and it sounds like it went down a really psychological road. Like, oh, it was like, not, not really. really. And Happy's like, like yes. yes. And then they both start talking at once. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, like, it sounds like you're breaking up here, so I'm just going to go to my I bed. only wow. had one issue. Yeah. And that was the end of the last movie into this movie. It was Aunt May opening the door. Peter's just pulled oh, off yeah. his hood, and she goes, "What the fuck?" Um. By the way, this is the second Spider-Man movie to end on "What the fuck." Although I can't remember who said "fuck." It was probably um Michelle. Well, no, Michelle said she looked him straight in the eye and said, "Run." Why? Oh, so that wasn't the post credits? What was the The post credits scene was Because it was post credits. No, it was the 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 mid credits scene. Yeah, mid credits. Anyway. Yeah. Oh. Jerry Jonah Jameson is played by J.K. Simmons. Who played the role in the original trilogy? So, yeah. Cool. So, thank you very much for listening. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. If you feel like it, you can email us at siblingsandfandoms at gmail.com. There is also a Google group that you can ask to join now. It is siblingsandfandoms at googlegroups.com. There's also a link to send us a voice message if you have the ability or want to do that. Then that's another way you can get in contact with us. And our website is... Our web... um, I mean, the original URL that this is being streamed from, wherever you're listening, is anchor.fm slash siblings and fandoms, with a hyphen between siblings and and, and between and and fandoms. So, yeah, thank you very much for listening. You can get in contact with us at all those ways. Please like, subscribe, share it with all your friends. I'm sure they'd all love to hear us. Yeah, sometimes we'll talk about stuff like this. Sometimes we'll talk about other stuff. Sometimes we will just sit down and talk into a microphone for 20 minutes about basically nothing, and we're sorry. So, yeah, thank you for listening. I'm sorry that Maddie and Peter wasn't maybe as loud or as exuberant as normal. We both got a lot of sun today, and we're both quite tired. It's early evening. So, yeah, have a great week-ish, and, or depending on when this comes out, have a great two months. We're going on hiatus very soon. So, yeah, have a great time with your wife and anything else that happens to happen to you. Get in touch with us all those ways. Again, siblingsandfandoms at gmail.com. That's the big one. Otherwise, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye.